Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And today I am thrilled to have Mimi Bascom on the show. She is the founder of On Trend Social, a business owner and an influence. This girl is experienced. She had she was a host of her own YouTube show and currently owns her own YouTube channel. And with all that, you'll be shocked to know as successful as she is, she's still in her early 20s. Like this is crazy. She's made a big impact early on and I'm thrilled to have her on the show today. Mimi, we are thrilled to have you here. But I want to know, in middle school, what was your favorite band? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, One Direction. Obviously, <laughs> they were at their peak when I was in ninth grade. And I was so in love with them. Like, I was oh one gosh. of the crazy, like, reading the fan fictions. Like, no joke. I was obsessed. I love that. That was on my <laughs> mind today. I I was on my Spotify playlist, and it was a high school musical came up. And I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Like, yes. flashback. So that was my flashback question. But <laughs> you guys, I am so excited to have Mimi here with us. And Mimi has this huge, special place in my heart. I met Mimi... Oh gosh, is it six years ago now? Oh my gosh. Probably. That's so long ago. Anyways, it was a long time ago. We were competing in the Miss America organization together. And what I loved about that program is it put me at the table with these incredible women. And as we have this conversation, you're going to realize like, holy cow, this girl just knocks my socks off. But she's also real and relatable. So I just adore Mimi. We're thrilled to have her on here. But Mimi, Kate, you own your own business now. Will you kind of just like go through your journey of, okay, I graduated and then what? And now I into this, I own my own business. Like that's a pretty big arc, an arc that you've done in less than five years, which is just incredible. Absolutely. It is definitely not in the projections of my life that I thought like where my life would go. Um, But while I was going to school, I studied communications and my plan was to go into broadcast journalism. And I was so focused on that. Like all growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a news anchor. That is it. Other people switch their major like five times in college, not me. I know what I'm doing. And as I was going through, I realized it wasn't for me. And what I really had a passion for was social media. And it's something that I've loved. And I've always had this, um, I don't know, just curiosity when it comes to social media. And when I realized that's something that could be my career, I was all for it. So it started with me just helping um, small businesses and people that I knew with their social media while also building my personal brand. And then I was eventually able to land a corporate social media job while I was still in college, which I was very fortunate to do because, I mean, I didn't have a degree yet, but because of the experience I had accrued up to that point, I was able to do that. Um, And then, so I worked a few different uh, corporate positions while I was going to school and for a few months after I graduated. And then after Doing that for a few years, I just decided that I was, I felt, well, I didn't feel ready, but I felt like I wanted to start my own business. And instead of working with one company, I'm able to work with multiple clients from across the country in different industries and really help them grow on social media. So it was so scary. And I'm someone who hates change, but I just got to the point where I realized that this is something I would always look back and regret not doing 
now was the better time than ever. Um, it's only, it was the start of my career versus like 10 years down the road, deciding to change things up. So I just decided to go for it and I've never looked back. It's been amazing. Mimi, this is incredible. And I want to dig into what you said. You said you weren't ready, but you did it. Like you said that in there. And I think that's novel because I tend to try to prep and everything and be like, well, I'll do it when I'm ready. But sometimes mm-hmm. that never comes. So tell us the name of your company and then kind of dig into what did you do? Like how was facing that feeling of necessarily not feeling ready, but just doing it anyways? Absolutely. So my company is called On Trend Social and we help our clients stay on trend with their content so they can reach more people and gain new followers and customers. And when it came to starting on trend, um, I I was so nervous and I did so much research because I'm just like you where I was like, I want to have everything prepared. It's probably the pageant girl in us. Um, but it was something that I just, I had never done anything like it before. I was so nervous, but Um, Something that I've learned over the last few years that I think has really helped me is just realizing that I have to take things one step at a time. Like instead of worrying now about what it's going to be like to file my taxes in five years when I have a team of employees, why don't I just think about, you know, deciding on my branding for my business in that in this moment? Um, I'm pregnant now, which I'm so excited about. That's <laughs> like, so, this is so exciting. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't wait. And so, but I found myself worrying about like how I'm going to handle my kids when they're going off to college or like how I'm going to handle helping my kids decide what sport they want to play when they're in middle school. And I'm like, all I have to worry about right now is having a newborn. And I need to learn, you know, what I need to about that process. There's no point in worrying because when I get to that point in parenthood, I'm going to have so much more experience and knowledge. I just have to worry about the next step that's in front of me right now. And I think the more that I've learned to focus on that, I've had way less stress, way less anxiety when it comes to thinking about the future. And I've just been more focused in my efforts. And I think that's been super helpful. Okay, I feel like you're talking straight to me right now because I'm like, I am the person who I like to have my life planned out 10 years down the road. Uh And I always like am up with my mind just rattling when I try to go to bed and I'm writing down a million things. I'm like, oh, well, in a year, this needs to happen. So right now I need to do this. So I love how you're breaking this down for us. You know what? There is sometimes this overwhelming essence of, I want this to get done in 10 years or five years or a year, whatever. But what you said is you focus on right now. Like, what can I do right now? That's a huge. And I just love how you said, because your company is, it's now growing. Like you are doing a fabulous job. So, so I hope our listeners are taking note right there of what Mimi just said of, do the small steps right now because it's so overwhelming. So what was your first step in doing your own business? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So I definitely did not know the first thing when it came to starting a business or the administration side. I knew social media and I knew I had something that I could offer. And so I think the first step is realizing like I have something that I can offer the world and I want to share that. Um, but I feel like that is what people don't really talk about when it comes to starting a business is you, you have your expertise, but running a business, that's a whole other skill set that you have to learn. Um, so I honestly, I accessed a ton of free resources. Google was my best friend. YouTube was my best friend. And I was able to find a couple, uh, people that I really liked on YouTube and, you know, through blogs that I, 
felt like they really understood where I was at. So I did end up like eventually buying some courses from them. Um, but I think finding like a mentor or someone who is where you want to be is very, very helpful. Um, and then they can kind of walk you through like the logistics. And I'm, I'm totally for like paid courses too, because I feel like as much as free information is out there online, like I probably could have found everything I needed to that I got in my course, but because I took the course, it was just so much more streamlined and simplified and it helped the process go so much quicker. Um, so that was this, the first step for me really was just getting educated. And I feel like by the time I had gone through the courses and gone through everything, I knew everything that I could know up to that point um, before taking that leap. And then when I started, I realized like, wow, I don't know anything. But at that point, I feel like I knew what I could without actually being in it, if that makes sense. Oh, that totally makes sense. And I love how you actually brought it back down to your first step with as education. Because I would have thought like, oh, my first step was coming up with a name and a brand logo. I totally thought that's what you're going to say. And you said education. And I was like, you know what, Mimi, you're so right. Because I, I fully believe this idea that education is what takes us from fear to confidence. It yes. is that bridging gap. It's what makes us able. It's what makes us capable. And when you invest in your education, you're investing in you. Like that that will propel you into the future. So I love how you started there. And also what you said too is you got educated, you felt solid, and then you got into it and realized you didn't know what you were doing. I totally... <laughs> Yeah, we probably all relate to that. That was me. Same thing with podcasting. I took a couple courses. I was like, okay, I got this. Got on, started doing it and was like, oh, wow, this is going to take me a few more weeks to figure out what I'm actually <laughs> doing, you know? And that's okay. So what did you do once you got into that space of, okay, I've learned, I'm good. Then you've actually started doing it. And then it was a little bit of a little bit of a transition again. How did you face that? Yeah, I think um, in my situation, I was very fortunate where I was still in the process of kind of setting up my website, setting my rates. I was in that. I'd already quit my job at that point, um, but I was in the process of like, okay, this next month, I'm really just going to focus on building up all my assets that I need and then I can get started. At that point, um, I had actually gotten my first client who just fell into my lap. I was so seriously so lucky. It was perfect timing. And so I didn't have anything ready. I didn't have my rate set. I didn't know exactly what I was offering. It was, it was so much. But I feel like being thrown right into it really helped me as I was developing everything else because I was just clear on, okay, what does this actually look like in application? Um, which it was super stressful because I'm definitely a perfectionist and I don't like people to know if I'm like stressed or freaking out. But what I ended up doing with this client, they were so nice. Um, and I ended up just being really real with them. I was like, to be honest, you're my first client. I'm still setting this up in the background. Please be patient with me. I want to, you know, provide the best service I can for you. But just so you know, this is the situation. And they were so understanding. That was so out of my comfort zone to kind of admit that to somebody, especially someone I didn't really know that well. Um, but it ended up being a great client relationship. I worked with them for a really long time. Um, and I feel like, I don't, know, I don't know if I even answered your question, but I feel like the next step for me really was just getting thrown into it and being real and authentic with my clients. 
um, of where I was at, what my situation was. I love how you just answered that question, actually. And yes, you did answer the question. (laughs) You did a great job. But especially because you were honest. And sometimes I feel like this word of authentic and genuine keep getting thrown around in today's Mm -hmm. world to the point where I'm like, I don't even know necessarily what that means. But you brought it down to a level of like, okay, what did that look like? And it was honesty. Because sometimes we're like, oh, we're our authentic selves, which that's hard to really put that into play. Like, what does that look like? And you just brought that down to that's also humility showing you had humility and you had honesty with this client and being transparent and and professional in your communication with them. That is um, that's a really cool asset that you brought to the table of this authenticity through honesty And that probably did create a beautiful relationship. You know, I think we can even branch that out into not just the business world, but in our interpersonal and personal relationships Mm -hmm. that they're probably better and more sustained as we're honest with each other and really open up, especially um, as we're tackling perfectionism and just saying, you know what, I'm going to be honest. This is what's actually going on. Like that is so beautiful. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. Absolutely. And I feel like even though it's sometimes the scariest thing to do, that's what you need to build a relationship. And it's like, why does it have to be so scary? Like, why are we so nervous to do that when we know that is what will make us stronger? So I think, yeah, in those moments, if you're nervous to open up to someone or you don't want to get rejected, it's just that reminder of, you know, this has to happen for this beautiful relationship to form. Um, And I think, yeah, it's definitely something I'm trying to still work on personally. um, But I think that's definitely the best way to form any kind of relationship. I actually want to dig into this building relationships because what I see in you is you are actually a master relationship builder in many aspects. Like you, you have this beautiful relationship with your husband. That's master relationship. You, you're an amazing friend. And I know that personally, just you are really good with people. But besides that, your company, literally what you do all day is build relationships through social media, but you're trying to build a relationship through a company to the audience and building that trust and whatnot. And you've been on your own TV shows and you've done your own things where you're building a relationship where it's through a camera with, with people. And that's difficult too. So talk us through kind of you, I, I, you really view you as you're a master relationship builder, even (laughs) if you you. wouldn't like necessarily deem yourself that I, I do, I think you're incredible at that. So walk us through a little bit of just some steps to relationship building on, on all these levels, I think the principles apply on any level. Yeah, I think, well, thank you so much for saying that. That's so nice. And I, I think the biggest thing uh, for starting with building a relationship is just love. Um, I feel like that's so cliche, but I feel like that's how 
good relationships start is you start by loving the person and seeing them and just wanting to genuinely get to know them. I love to ask people questions. Um, I always try to remember things about them and I don't know. I think maybe it's come from my past of like as a child, not feeling accepted or I was bullied when I was younger. I just want to help people feel special. And I feel like starting with love is how you get to that point. Um, so I don't yeah. think that was cliche at all. I just like, <laughs> I like sometimes we talk around that word, but what you did that was not cliche is you broke it down. Like what does love look like? And for you, love looks like remembering the small details and helping someone feel special and that, so you broke it down into some really tangible things that we can have that, um, I I think that's beautiful because I see that you do that with your social media too. Like you, you've created, I I guess what we can call the special things are branding and reaching out, but also I feel like you have a very personal brand. Like you work on, you're not just throwing stuff out there, but you're wanting to give quality Mm -hmm. and also make sure it's like a mutually benefit relationship. Like I see that as you developed your company, it's not just a, here's an in your face, here's a product, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like it's so funny you bring that up with, because I definitely do try to provide value and give information and be helpful to my audience. Uh, Whereas I, you know, I see people starting out in the social media industry, people want to be influencers, and they just want to be influencers for the sake of being an influencer. They want to get free stuff. They want the attention. They want the clout, whatever. Um, And I've had the opportunity, you know, through my company to work with aspiring influencers And the question I love to ask them is like, why do you want to do this? Like, what is your objective? Like, what do you want to help people with? Like for me, I run a personal, my personal brand is very religious. And so a lot of the things I share are centered around that. Uh, But my objective really is to help people feel seen and understood and provide great information. And that's why I do what I do. I feel like I try not to focus it on me, which is a weird thing to say as an influencer. I don't I don't want it to be about me at all. I want to know how I can help and serve the people and create a community, um, you know, within my audience. So I think that's key for people who want to, you know, become influencers or whatever, build relationships with people is think about, you know, what you can do to help rather than the other way around. And that's honestly how you build a real like great authentic brand and community and audience. You know, I really like this idea of having an objective because I I see that with your content as well. Like it is, it isn't just content that's out there. Sometimes you just see videos of whatever and you're like, why, why did someone post this? Like, I just don't (laughs) even know. But with yours, you feel like, wait, I walked away with something. But I think this idea of objective too, and I want to ask you, do you ever feel like this objective helps you have a drive in life as well? Absolutely. Like it's, it's why I post. It's like when I'm out in the world, um, if I'm at church or if I'm out doing something, I'm like taking notes and I'm like, oh, I want to share this with people. It's like everything that I experience kind of goes through that mindset of how I can eventually like disseminate that information. That's so interesting. As I'm just hearing you talk, I'm wondering too, like, wait, even though I might not consider myself like an Instagram influencer, maybe if I just wrote down my own personal objective and that could be like to share whatever, whatever that may be 
having an objective in my life will kind of drive and focus my goals and, and my interactions every single day. So that was my thought that kind of yeah. came up as you were saying that. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's such a great point. It's kind of, well, it's your point. I'm like, that was a great point. Thank <laughs> no, you. No, that's Mina. a great way to interpret it because it's absolutely right? something like anyone could apply, I feel like. It's like, right. what what is your goal in life? Like, that's such a big question. But if your objective is like, how do you want to help people? Or, you know, like, what, what do you want to do in your day to day? And then having every experience go through that. Um, I think can help you be really focused and help you feel more productive and happy and positive. Yeah. I think it's also this idea of like the bigger vision, like Mm -hmm. when you can write your own objective in your life, in your business, whatever, it helps you have that bigger vision because I think we get caught up in these day-to-day interactions where it's like, okay, unloading, loading the dishwasher and driving to and from work and going to the grocery store and making dinner. Like it can be so hard to get into these mundane tasks of the day that getting the bigger goal or really getting driven towards something can be difficult. But Mm -hmm. if you write that objective down, I think it kind of lifts you into this thing. Like you said, you're in normal every day, every weekly things. Like you're writing down things you want to share when you hear it because you have this bigger objective. Like it's giving you this bigger drive through things that could have been mundane. So I like Mm -hmm. that idea of you have this objective that's kind of driving you throughout your life. So that's so beautiful just to have that. I love that. Thank you. I I feel like it definitely helps me learn more too. Like if I have something, I'm like, oh, I want to teach that. It helps me get more from that experience and live life more to the fullest. I love that. You know, that's so true. When you teach something, you're living life a little bit more full because (laughs) you actually have to learn it when you teach it. I think the times that I've, I've learned things best are when I've taught them, um, whether or not that my teaching has improved over time. <laughs> I remember I was a English second language teacher for uh, for a, quite a while. And that first lesson, wow, it was a huge learning term, you know? <laughs> I learned more about the English language than I ever had known. And I obviously I spoke English since day one. And so that was kind of, that's so fun. I love that. I want to kind of pivot into branding a little bit because you are incredible at branding. So what even is, sometimes I hear this big word of branding. What is that really? Why is it important? Kind of like talk us through and what what do you do to brand? Absolutely. I like to define your brand as what people remember you by. And Ooh, your brand that. can really range from a lot of things. Um, another one of those buzzwords is your niche. Um, or niche. Some people say it that way, but that's a big part of what I do uh, with my business is I help people, you know, really develop what their niche is going to be and what they're going to focus on in social media. And really what you want it to be is an intersection of what you love, what you know a lot about and what the world needs. And that's the best. Yeah. It's like this little Venn diagram. (laughs) And when you're able to find something that fits in that intersection, that's going to be what makes social media fun. It's going to be what makes your brand come to life and what makes it uniquely you because it's taking all your experiences and how you can help others. Um, and, and that's eventually how you create a memorable brand, 
Um, and that's one of my favorite things to teach because you, I have people come in all the time. They're like, I don't know what my niche is going to be. I'm just a normal person. I don't know, you know, what my brand is going to be. And we're able to kind of work through that. And you realize everybody has a story and everybody has experiences that are unique to them that they can share with the world. Um, and that's what makes it so special and cool is anyone can do it. Anyone can have a brand and put themselves out there if they want to. That is beautiful. What you just said is everyone can do this. Like everyone is interesting. Um, I, I think a lot of times we get into the idea of like, well, I just kind of do my thing. I go to work, I come home. Like this is my normal, but I, I really believe in like what you just said. Everyone is unique. Like everyone has, I love how you said everyone has a story to share. Like whether whether you feel like you're a boring person or not, guess what? You're not. <laughs> Newsflash, like you do have this story <laughs> to share. And I love your ideas of that. And will you talk through one more time? What's that fan diagram one more time? Yeah, I might not say it exactly how I said it the first time, but it's an intersection of what you love, what you're good at or what you know a lot about, and then what the world needs. I love that because everyone has different passions, like what you love, Everyone's good at something, even mm -hmm. if it's a quirky thing or whatever, or a fun thing or a common thing, like everyone's good at something. And then what the world needs, the world needs a lot of things right now, guys. <laughs> and so like, go get out there and help the world because we all bring something to the table. Mm -hmm. So I love your perspective there. And I just, I just adore that. I want to, um, kind of digress a little bit so you're married you're expecting your first kid soon yes. it's so exciting how do you and you're this incredible influencer so you're influencer on one side you do your own business on the other but how do you kind of balance this work-life situation oh my gosh that's an amazing question because the last few months I really haven't <laughs> I'm like you are I am not the person to ask my first trimester of my pregnancy was really rough and I had no idea. It's my first baby. I had no idea what to expect when it came to pregnancy. And it's so hard. Like I have so much more respect for moms. Um, I can't imagine like working my office job, like being that sick and everything. I'm so fortunate to be able to work from home and work my own schedule, but it was a lot. And so even though that was a really hard time, I feel like that really helped me focus on, okay, what are my priorities? What are the things I need to get done? And I'm always like, I'm borderline workaholic. I always have an ongoing to-do list and there's always more I can do. And at the end of the day, if I don't get everything done, which is physically impossible to get everything done, but if I don't get everything done, I'm disappointed in myself. And so what I did, you know, going through that process of being sick and really having to cut back was look at what's the most important things for me to do. What are my priorities? and make realistic expectations of myself where it didn't get to the end of the day because you know for the first little bit I felt extremely guilty I'm like I can't take a nap during the day like despite the fact I'm growing an entire human I'm like I can't like I have to work like I have clients like I have people waiting on me for stuff I can't but it really comes down to being realistic with yourself um, and that will help you feel less guilt and feel more proud of the things that you actually do accomplish. Because how often do we get to the end of the day, a very productive day where you didn't get to a few things, but you finished like a whole other list of things, but you don't even, the things you did don't even matter because you're so hung up on the things you didn't get to. I think we should be more proud of our accomplishments, what we did achieve. And when we're realistic with ourselves, we can really help ourselves through that process better. 
Oh, you said that so beautifully because I'm with you. I tend to be a workaholic too. Like I love, I just have this drive for life. So I try to do a lot all at the same time. And so I'm a person of lists as well. And and you're right. I tend to focus on the things that weren't done rather than than looking at what I did do. And, and I love your idea of setting priorities because then what needs to be done is done. And you can just say, mm-hmm. you know what? Like I'm walking away from today with no regrets because that got done. And then focusing on what you did do rather than what you didn't, that shift in mindset is actually a beautiful way to balance. And I think that helps us kind of propel ourselves into a healthier lifestyle and probably healthier relationships too. You're walking home from work and with your relationship with your family, you already have this idea of like, wow, I accomplished this rather than, wow, I didn't do this. Like that's bringing a whole different atmosphere into your home. So I love that. And as we're wrapping up our conversation here, I want to ask you what I always ask everyone on the podcast. And that is, what is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self to boost your confidence? There is so much I would tell my younger self. When like when I think back or look at pictures at my younger self, I like physically cringe. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like if she only knew, like if she only knew where she'd be in just a few years, if she just sticks with it. Um, when I was younger, I was bullied. I was so insecure. I was so shy. And I just wanted more than anything to fit in. I wanted to fit in with everybody else. And just so the attention wouldn't be on me. So I could just kind of cruise through. But if I could go back, I would tell myself that I need to embrace my differences instead of hiding them and be proud of who I am because, you know, no matter what, people are going to love what you do or hate what you do, like whether you conform or don't conform. And so I just wish that I had a little bit more confidence in myself and just knowing what was to come in the future, I think would have helped myself so much knowing that sticking with that path would eventually get me to a more amazing life that I could ever imagine. So I I just wish I could go back and give her a hug and tell her that things would be okay and just not to be afraid of people. Just be proud of who you are and be excited for the world and just learn what you can. I love that, Bimi. That is Beautiful. And I want to, I want to make sure that our listeners can also find you. So where can they find you to hear more from you? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. My username is Mimi.Bascom. And that's the same username on TikTok. If you're a TikTok gal like me. And then I also have a YouTube channel that I have very neglected over the last year, but it's just Mimi Bascom. And I do have more videos to come there. Um, If you are interested in my business page, it's all linked like from my personal Instagram, but my business is called On Trend Social. Um, And yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah, you guys go and find her. She is inspiring. She inspires me like daily. I love (laughs) Mimi and I'm so grateful that you could join us for the show. Thank you for being on. Thank you so much. I love Katie Ann so much. You guys are so lucky to have her honestly as a podcast host. She's just as amazing in real life as she is on the show. So yeah, thank you for having me. It's been so fun. (laughs) Thank you, Mimi. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course 
course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master Course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.